Welcome to the Brave Church Podcast. We're so glad you decided to join us. Wherever you're listening from, we hope you're encouraged and inspired by today's message. Have you guys ever felt unqualified? Anybody in the room felt unqualified before? Yeah, yeah maybe in your, in your job, maybe if you're in a manager position or uh, just kind of a higher up level, you're just like, man, I have no idea how I got here. No idea what I'm doing. I'm just here. I made it. Started from the bottom. Now I'm here and I'm unqualified. <laughs> Maybe, you, maybe you're a student in this place and, and you're studying for, for a job or career um, or just for college or just because your parents told you to and, and you're just like, I don't understand any of these classes. Chemistry, no clue. Calculus, nope. Statistics, uh-uh. That's as far as I got, so I'm sure there are way more advanced classes than that, but that's, that's as high as I go. Maybe you're a parent in the room tonight and you're just like, I'm so unqualified. Not going to tell anyone because it would probably be illegal if people knew how bad of a parent I was. I'm just kidding. But I'm sure a lot of you, when your kid was born, you're probably just like, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know how, I don't know have any clue how to be a parent. I'm so unqualified. Come on. I'm sure all of us have felt unqualified at some point or another, right? I remember a time, it was a couple of years ago when I was, um, when I was starting out kind of in ministry and, and I felt like God was calling me to do full-time ministry. Um, and, and I, I remember doing a three-year internship program that would, uh, help to study and qualify me for ministry. And when I was doing that for three years, I basically was studying music the entire time because I wanted to be like, you know, worship pastor in like that worship environment and things like that. And um, so that was my background. That's everything that I did. I just put all my eggs in one, that one basket. Didn't care about anything else. I was like, just music, music, music. And so I felt like I was so qualified when I walked out of there. I was like, I can do anything. And I just felt so good. But then when God opened the door here in Miami to be at Brave Church, it was kind of funny because what I would be doing had nothing to do with music. <laughs> Come on, somebody. It had everything to do, though, with graphic design and social media and photography and videos and everything else that I had no clue how to do. Come on, talk about being unqualified. No schooling, no classes, nothing like that. Just YouTube University. So that is, that is a season of my life where I was just so unqualified. I still feel like I'm unqualified. I'm like, God, like, how can I do this? I get to do this. Come on. But that was a season of my life where I'm just like, I'm so unqualified. I cannot do this. God, what are you thinking? Putting me here in Miami, trying to make me do videos and graphics, all this stuff. Like music is my thing. And I just, I, w- I was so out of it. But I was so encouraged when I was reading chapter three in Ephesians because Paul, he says that he's the most unqualified person. He says it in verse eight. Check this out. He says, when it came to presenting the message to people who had not his ground in God's way, I was the least qualified of any of the available Christians. Like that is, that is pretty unqualified. At the time, there were a good amount of Christians. Probably anyone could have done it. God could use anyone. But he was like, no, like I was the least qualified out of all the available Christians. And the truth is, we've all felt unqualified at some point. And we all have, have felt that feeling, and maybe we've even felt disqualified, like, man, I'm, I'm just never going to make it. I'm, I don't have what it takes. I don't have the thing that God wants me to have. But today I want to give you three qualities of someone who's chosen, because I believe that each and every one of you tonight are chosen. God has chosen each and every one of you, and I believe that we all have these three qualities, and I just want to kind of bring that to your attention and, and help that kind of just resonate in your life tonight. So the first one, the first quality of somebody who's chosen is this, calling. Everyone who's chosen has a calling. And when we talk about our calling, we, we're basically referring to like what we're meant to do in life. That thing that we're searching for to find like, okay, God, like, what is my calling? What did you put me on this earth to do? I think that's maybe the biggest question. If, if you really kind of break everything down, that's the biggest question that people have nowadays. Why am I here? What am I doing? And that's what we're referring to with calling. 
And I love it because so many times we get discouraged about like, God, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. I'm not sure what you've called me to or whatever. But, but I, I feel like I need to remind somebody tonight that when God calls you to something, he will see you through something. When he calls you to it, he doesn't just call you to it. And then he's like, no, 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 I actually, uh, I'm just going to, you know, deal with this person over here. I'm just going to leave you hanging. It may not always be easy, but I promise you, he's always going to get you through it. If he calls you to it, he will see you through it. In verse eight, um, Paul also writes this. He says, God saw to it that I was equipped, but you can be sure it had nothing to do with my natural abilities. You see, God doesn't always call those who are, who are fully equipped, those who think they have everything figured out. But rather, God will equip, he will give purpose, and he will give calling to those who are called. I believe each and every one of you in this room, you're called. Simply, he doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. So if you're in this room today and you feel unqualified, that's okay. Because God will still call you and he will equip you and he will give you everything you need to fulfill that calling. Because really, if we find our, our uh, calling in our job and into, in what we do, then we're going to be lost the whole time. Because your job can change in five years. Your job can change five times in five years, or you could be unemployed for five years. You just never know. And if your calling is rooted in your job and is rooted in what you do, then you are going to be all over the place figuring out like, God, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, I just got fired from my job. I just lost my job. What's going on? And then you finally find another job. You're like, oh, this is my calling now. And then you lose that in two years. You're just going to be lost the entire time. But can I tell you today, I will tell you right now tonight, each and every person is calling in this room. Are you ready? And I'm sure every single person in this room, your calling is simply to reach people. And I'm sure there's a lot of intricacy into that. But really, when you break it all down to the, to the root of it, each and every person, we are called to reach people. Everything we do is to reach people. Everything we do here at Brave Church is strategically to reach people. And this is what Paul says in verse 7. He says, this is my life's work, helping people understand and respond to this message. Can I tell you tonight that that is our same work? This was written hundreds of years ago, but that is our same work today is to reach people, to help them respond and understand to the message of Jesus Christ. And this is the second work or the second quality of somebody who's chosen, and that's purpose. You can go ahead and write that down in in your brave guide tonight. And the difference between purpose and calling is your calling is the same across the board. It's never going to change. You're always called to reach people, but your purpose is how you reach people. Our purpose is to help people respond and understand the message of Jesus. And how we do that, that is unique to you. There are so many people in this room that you have circles of influence that some of us will never even know or or never even have the opportunity to be in. Some of us have talents and giftings in this room that are so far beyond anything that I could ever do. And I believe that God has given each and every one of you a specific gift or specific purpose in life. And that is going to help you to reach people and help you to let them understand so they can respond to the messages. How many of you guys know you cannot respond to something that you don't understand? Have you guys ever gotten like a text message from some random person where they're just like texting you and, and, and it's meant for somebody else, but you get it. And it's just like, Oh, like, like, what is this? Like come downstairs or something. And you're just like, what, I, what are you talking about? Like, who is this? Has anybody ever gotten that before? Just a random text message. You feel like it's not for you and you have no idea what's going on. I think a lot of times we, we feel like that with purpose. We're just like, Oh my gosh. Like I have no idea like what my purpose is. You're just so lost. It's like all over the place. You don't have the context in it. That's the same way when people, when they can't understand it, they can't respond. You don't know how to respond to that text message. You're just like sitting there like, uh, I don't know who this is, but when you get that, see, our job is to help people respond to that by helping them understand. And that is your purpose. Your purpose is to help people respond and understand to the message of Jesus. And it's funny because what I thought what my calling was, was music. And, but really, that was my purpose. And then I found out that my purpose was actually to 
to be in the creative field and to do videos and graphics and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure in a couple of years, my purpose is going to change and it's going to, you know, kind of blossom into something else. But that's, that's why you do not root your calling into your job, but your purpose can be rooted in your job. And I believe that this is important because back when Paul was writing this in chapter three and and in Ephesians, he's basically writing to a group of people that there was a massive divide. There was a divide between from the original like lineage of the 12 tribes of Israel and, and they were kind of like the exclusive group and, and stuff like that. But, but really what Paul is saying, what God told Paul to, to communicate to this church is saying that that divide is no longer there. So tonight, if you feel like, man, I didn't grow up in church, so you know, I just never attended church or anything. I was like out partying and drinking you know, the, other, the other weekend and stuff. And I'm, I'm just not like that. I, I, you know, I can't do that. And if you're kind of feeling like that right now, let me just tell you that you have the same opportunity. You have the same promises. You have the same help as anyone else in this room. You are not disqualified because of what you've done. God will always come in and he will always turn that around. And he can always do that for any person in this room tonight. You see in verse four, Paul says this, none of our ancestors understood this. Only in our time has it been made clear by God's spirit through his holy apostles and prophets of this new order. The mystery is that people who have never heard of God and those who have heard of him all their lives stand on the same ground before God. They get the same offer, the same help, and the same promises in Christ Jesus. The message is accessible and welcoming to everyone across the board. And you have may walked in here feeling unqualified, feeling like you just can't, you can't go on with it, that you just have no purpose, no calling in life. But let me tell you tonight, you are chosen. You are chosen for this. Every single person in this room, you are chosen. And lastly, I want to give you the, the final thing of um, a quality of somebody who is chosen. And, and I think a lot of times we think that being unqualified is kind of a bad thing, but it actually could be a good thing. And the, the determining factor is simply one word between whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, and that's this. It's humility. Really, the opposite of being humble is being prideful. That's a pretty simple thing. But I think the key is having false humility and, and, and really just having pride wrapped up in humility. Have you guys ever met somebody? I'm, I'm sure you guys are already like, when I say this, somebody's going to like pop in your head. But have you ever met somebody that, that they're just like kind of talking and stuff and, and, uh, and they'll say something like this, kind of similar. They'll be like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a prideful, prideful person, but, um, or I'm, not a, I'm a humble person. That's what they say. Sometimes they'll say I'm not a prideful person. But they're like, look, I'm super humble, but I just have to let you know, like, I'm the best. You know what I'm saying? People will just do that all the time. They'll start off, and any sentence that starts off saying, I'm humble, they're probably not that humble. They're probably about like 50% humble. They're just, they're trying to figure it out. But really, that, that's just pride wrapped up in humility. Because pride always makes it about yourself. But really, what humility does on the flip side is humility will celebrate somebody else. Humility will make that about somebody else. They'll lift, that, they'll lift up somebody else, and then they'll give that glory back to God. So when you have somebody who's like, yeah, you know, I'm a really humble person. Let me tell you what I did last weekend. That's not really humility, but humility is like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm kind of going through this right now, but this person, like, I might be good at this, but this person, this person is incredible at this. And they're just automatically just deflect that and give that to somebody else. And I love that about humility. I believe that Paul was one of the most humble people in the Bible. He says this in verse nine, it came as a sheer gift to me, a real surprise, God handling all the details. And so here I am preaching and writing about things that are way over my head. The inexhaustible riches and generosity of Christ. See, when you're humble, you put your trust in God. I've never met a prideful person that puts all of their trust in God. Because when you're prideful, you think you have it all figured out. When you're prideful, you're like, oh man, it's all about me. I got it all figured out. I'm so qualified. But a humble person, they'll say, I am so unqualified. 
but they won't make it about themselves. They're not going to say, I'm so unqualified, so I'm just going to mess up and I'm just going to do this, this, and this. That's still pride. But what they say is, man, I'm so unqualified, but I know God has got me. I know God is going to get me through this. He's going to equip me. He's going to give me that purpose. He's going to give me everything I need to do what he's called me to do. And I believe a lot of times we like to, to trust in our own gifting, to trust in ourselves. But I believe that this is for somebody tonight, that God's telling you to stop trusting in your gift and start trusting in God. Stop depending on that thing that is your crutch and that thing that makes you feel comfortable, but start depending on God because in him are all things and he will give you everything that you need. So you need to stop depending on yourself and start depending on God. And as I wrap up this first um, part of this message tonight, I just want to encourage every single person in this room, man. I don't know what you walked in here with tonight, but I know a lot of us maybe even in this moment are feeling maybe disqualified or unqualified, but I just want to encourage you, man, stop doubting. Stop doubting that God has called you, that God has given you purpose, and that God has a plan for your life. Because each and every one of you tonight are chosen, and God has a calling and a purpose for you. So tonight, what I want to do to close is I just want to simply pray for you and just pray that, that God will kind of just seal this in our hearts and that God will just make this um, just, just something that's so evident in each of our lives this week. Is that okay? Would you pray with me tonight? God, I thank you so much for my friends in this room. God, I just thank you for this word. God, we just pray that, that you will just seal this in our hearts tonight, God. God, we thank you that you've called each and every one of us, God, that you've called us to reach people. So, God, we pray that this week, God, the rest of this year, we pray that we will reach people like never before. God, you, we just pray that you'll put a new fire in us, God, to reach Miami, God, to reach this nation, nation, to reach this world, God. And we thank you that you've placed a specific purpose in all of us. God, I pray that you will help us to discover that purpose. God, I pray that people will go through begin next week, God, and just discover that purpose even more, God, that they will find out, God, what you have given them, God, the gifts and the talents that you have given us, God, and I pray that you will just help them to discover how to use that, God, to reach people and to help them understand. And God, lastly, I pray that you will just give us such a spirit of humility. God, I pray that you will rid us of any pride in our lives tonight, God. God, we lay down any prideful thoughts, God, any prideful ways, and God, we just pray that you will replace that with humility. God, we just thank you and we love you. We, we thank you for everything that you're doing tonight, God. We pray that in the second part of the message, God, that you will just open our hearts again and speak to us. God, we thank you and we love you. In your name we pray. Amen. Come on, somebody said amen. Thanks for joining us for today's message from Brave Church. For more information or to get in touch with us, visit us at bravemiami.com.